every day um, when I leave uh, the program at the end of the day, I head uh, over the Broad Street Bridge and uh, I can see the uh, Synoc uh, development. It's uh, right now uh, workers are working on the first phase of that development, which is on the west side of Broad Street Bridge, which is adjacent to Vanier Park. Uh, the first phase uh, is being worked on now and hopefully will be com- uh, completed, to my understanding, by 2025-2026. Uh, and that phase, I think, brings in about 1,500 rental homes into the Metro Vancouver um uh, market. Now there'll be a second phase, a third phase, and a fourth phase. And each one brings in about 1,500 new homes. So in, once completed uh, in and around 2032-2033, there will be a build-out of over 6,000 units, enough to uh, enough space to hire up to, or enough space for 9,000 residents in and around uh, the Broad Street Bridge. Well, today the Squamish First Nation announced that they're adopting BC residential tenancy protections for that housing project. As you know, that is on reserve land. Joining me now to talk a little bit about today's announcement is Wilson Williams, Squamish Nation spokesperson. Wilson, thank you for joining us. Uh, thanks for having me. So walk me through, uh, you know, one people, one, most people would think, look, uh, this is a housing development. They would think, well, of course, uh, the, the residential tenancy issues, uh, tenancy protection would automatically be there. But just walk our audience through, just in regards to the unique nature of the Synoc project and, 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 and what's transpired here. Yeah, you know, uh, Sanok, our our our, our ten point four acres there is uh, is uh, res- known as reserve lands. So it's 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 dealt differently with the provincial federal government and the city of Vancouver. So it's very unique, but at the same time, you know, there's a lot of work that's been going on behind the scenes to make it, uh, you know, not only affordable but make it like, you know. Um, uh, better for everyone who wants to move there, but also, you know, protecting our residents there and, you know, it, adopting, uh, you know, uh, some of the regulations that the federal government and the provincial government use to, or Residential Tenancy Act, you know, we want to make sure, uh, you know, these are in place so people, you know, the following the same rules as uh, they do already, right? And it's adopted by the uh, our nation, not only on Sanok lands, but for our, our, our future developments and uh, in our reserve lands. So the Residential Tenancy Act, which you see it in applying to residential to rental units, would be apply would apply to uh, Sinoc and, and any other project on Squamish Nation land, as you say, said. Is there, uh, in regards to dispute resolution, uh, is any of it? encouraged or defined or uh, your culture itself, the Squamish Nation culture, how much a role did that play in regards to defining some of these dispute resolutions that, you know, are quite common when it comes to uh, tenancy issues? Yes, exactly. You know, this is a first a first in Canada, an Indigenous-led approach to dispute resolution, you know, and uh, we're, we want to do it in a Squamish way, you know, informed by our our Squamish culture and heritage and traditions. But at the same time, we want to make sure that, uh, you know, this has been properly adopted, but it's in Squamish led, but also like, uh, you know, we want to make sure people are comfortable and that there's a, a formal process in regards to, like you said, dispute, dispute resolution, but there's also, you know, like we want to make sure our renters are protected in regards to, allowable rent increases, uh, maintenance of properties, protection against unfair evictions, and so on and so forth. 
so in regards to just rental protection, just for a moment here, uh, you know, the government sets a rate usually in and around inflation as this is the maximum you can you can increase rent by. Uh, so would would uh, uh, property that is built on Squamish land, so that you, you would have to abide by that as well then? Yes. So we want to make sure, you know, like, you know, we're in this housing crisis, you know, not just with the Squamish Nation, with the city of Vancouver, you know, and, and it, it bodes well throughout Canada. And we want to be, you know, not only good partners, but we want to make sure it's done right. We want to make Vancouver affordable. We're, we're, we're partnering, we're building relations, you know, whether it's the reconciliation, but we're building strong relations to meet, better meet the needs of um the city of Vancouver and its housing crisis. So we want to make sure, you know, we're not going over what is expected, but we're also, you know, still doing a lot of work behind the scenes for subsidized rental. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is, I'm just curious at, uh, in regards to the Squamish nation itself, you know, once this is done, uh, Squamish first nation will be one of BC's uh, single largest landlords of purpose built, built rental housing. Um, that's a huge responsibility. There, there is a lot that goes into that. I mean, has the has the on the corporate side, uh, has the the council itself sort of grasped all that? I'm sure they have grasped that, but I mean, it's a it's a big responsibility considering what you're building already on Sinoc, other lands in Squamish, and then of course other work you'll be doing on Jericho one day. It's a significant um, achievement and responsibility that comes with that. Yes, there is. I mean, you know, before. You know, I've always, you know, I always go back to my teachings before if I feel overwhelmed personally, but collectively as leadership too, we make sure we have infrastructure in place that, uh, you know, really gets in the weeds of some of this uh, very important work um, that we're moving forward, you know, and but we uphold our relationships too. But, it, but at the same time, like I said, what grounds me, but also our leadership is that we go back to our teachings and ways of life that we're incorporating into the work we're doing and you know we're we're actually educating our partners as well but at the same time it is a lot of work but it's uh it's it's good work that you know that we're you know meeting the needs of um our membership not only that our 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 residents in vancouver our future residents in vancouver where you know we're the most unaffordable place to stay and we want to change that narrative but also the reality of it so people will come to the best city and, uh, you know, a little bias for me here, but the best city in the world. Um, just to, can you update us on the construction schedule and how it's going? I gave sort of a rough a, rough uh, yeah. outline when it's going to get done. There was some yeah. opposition. There remains concern by some residents in that area in regards to the size and scope of the project. But can you give us a sense of uh, how the how the first phase, which is being built right now, is going? Yeah. Before that, you know, tomorrow is part of one of our big celebrations. Tomorrow is Sanok Day, and I invite all the public down there, um, right down by the Broad Street Bridge there in our on our lands. We're having a big celebration with our membership and part of the 100 Years of Amalgamation, um, joining the ceremony, whether people support it or not, because if they don't, they can learn a lot of history there as well and, you know, build those initial relations, whether it's uh, constructive or very positive. But... The, the phase right now, first phase of development is the completion will be 2027 to 28. And uh, the second phase will be 2029 and 2030. And the fourth phase will be completed at in 2032 
2033. So each phase will generate roughly around 1,500 homes, bringing Sanok's total number of rental homes for a build-out of over 6,000. And it'll be enough space for up to 9,000 residents. That's a lot of people, uh, and uh, sorry, we need we need we need the the rental for homes, the six thousand that you say. I mean, that'll have a huge impact on on rentals and availability of rentals, and the city is still growing. Uh, and, and how does the, your community, along with Musqueam and Slaywood, beyond uh, you know Sinoc and then other developments on Squamish Station land, you're also working with Musqueam and Slaywood uh, for Jericho. Is, are the communities collectively able to handle just the workload that comes with that? I mean, that is significant. Yes, it's very significant. Like I said, when when we feel that button of being overwhelmed, we slow down, and that's part of our teachings to not get ahead of ourselves. You know, we've been waiting for, you know, it's called our diamond in the rough with Sanok, even though we got only 10 acres of 80 back, and that fight was uh, long and hard since, uh, since they shipped us out on the barge um in 1913 there but um to be able to come to this day and you know i look at it as you know we're back in our home village it provides comfort for our families and you know our ancestors as as well spiritually that uh we are doing this for economic wealth and uh building for a sustainable future of our people uh most importantly but at the same time you know there's a lot of work that's going into it our MST developments, it's different lands we're talking about, but with our nation's uh, reserve lands here, and uh, we want to do it in a good way and uh, encourage um, those who may be challenged by some of uh, us being visible in our own lands again uh, to come and meet with us and talk with us and, uh, you know, um, take part in some of these ceremonies that we're doing in celebrations. But at the same time, you know, it's it, it, it can start these conversations to un uplift that uh, heaviness that people carry that uh, been living there in the area but uh, they'll, they'll they'll learn more of that history of the land itself as well so and uh, the families that were there because uh, we're neighbors now well congratulations to you uh, Wilson we will chat uh, once again I'm sure because it's such a massive project it'll have a huge impact not only on the skyline but uh, on the amount of rental properties available for residents as well Wilson thank you <laughs> oh thanks for having me today and I really appreciate it